0: Hey, good morning. It's Wednesday, May 12, 2021. Wednesday, May 12, 2021. Uh, PVTV, Political Views TV podcast. That's what you Google to find me. Uh, tell your friends to Google me. Hey, I appreciate you coming every day. I really do. Um, if you can bring someone with you, that'd be cool. That'd be very nice. Uh, uh, the FBI listens to me from time to time, so I must be doing something wrong. Uh, according to Reuters which cited anonymous diplomats and sources familiar with the Biden administration's strategy, uh, the United States is delaying the U.N. Security Council's efforts to issue a public statement on escalating tensions between Israel and Palestinians because it could be harmful to behind-the-scenes efforts to end the violence. Come on. If the Biden administration doesn't come back with something serious like Pushing Israel's border back and moving uh, uh, our uh, embassy back to where it was. He ain't doing nothing. Uh, they are blocking the release of the United States Security Council statement calling for an immediate ceasefire as Israel continues its devastating assault on the occupied Gaza Strip, killing dozens of Palestinians and injuring hundreds more. At least fourteen children are now dead, and we're talking—they're hitting apartment buildings. The United the UN Security Council is set to hold an, uh, another emergency meeting today to discuss the. In fact, they're probably doing it right now uh, to discuss the joint statement, a version of which reportedly calls on Israel to cease. Settlement activities, demolitions, and evictions <clears throat> in occupied East Jerusalem and elsewhere. We know who started this. Trump did when he shoved our embassy in Jerusalem. As the Biden administration stands in the way of the UN Security Council statement, Israel is reportedly refusing to accept a ceasefire offer proposed by the UN, and Egypt. As the Netanyahu regime ramped up its bombardment of Gaza, killing civilians, including children, and destroying residential buildings in what observers are calling blatant war crimes. And I'm sure the ICC will call them war crimes, too. I'm sick and tired of this. Leave the Palestinians alone. Citing an unnamed senior uh, Israeli official, the Jerusalem Post reported earlier today that Israel will not negotiate a ceasefire before Hamas pays a price for its attacks. Remember, Trump was running on the fact that he, he, he made peace in, Israel, in the Middle East. Remember that? <laughs> Who knew that was a lie? Uh, if you're raising your hand like I am, that's because we talked about that. Anyway, and what about the price for stealing people's homes and attacking a mosque? So they're saying that, that uh, um, Hamas has to pay its price for the attacks. But they started it. They started it. They attacked a holy site and, and killed people at a holy site. Threw them in the, put them in the hospital at a holy site. You don't do that, you idiots. They wanted this war. Israel wanted this war. Ismael Haneyeh, the head of Hamas uh, Political Bureau, said in a speech yesterday, We clarified that the one who started this campaign and and aggression, uh, aggression is Israel and not us. They are the ones who murdered and hurt women and children. And Israel is responsible. We are ready for an escalation and ready for calm on the condition that they." And the aggression and that would include kicking people out of their homes now that I have your attention I know it's difficult but let's try and fix the world the Senate yesterday advanced S1, the uh, For the People Act uh, setting up a floor vote for the controversial bill, uh, the floor vote is is going to go be 50-50 unless that idiot in West Virginia decides to uh, side with Republicans oh man I'm so sick of him uh, senators clashed over uh, voting rights and election procedures for hours uh, in uh, the committee meeting uh, wanting, wanting to consider amendments for the, uh, uh, this, this giant bill. Uh, Democrats claim the legislation is necessary to counter new voting restrictions being considered by multiple states, but Republicans argue that the bill is a naked power grab and voted down the amendment that would have made several changes to the legislation based on feedback from state and local election officials. The committee uh, deadlocked nine to nine along party lines on whether to approve the bill. What a surprise. All nine Republicans voted against the bill, even though some amendments proposed by GOP senators had been adopted. This is what they do. They delay it by saying, oh, you know what, I'll vote for it if you put this in. I'll vote for it if you put this in. I'll vote for it and then you put it. And they, they're lying the whole time. And then they say, oh, I'm not going to vote for this. That's what they do. That's what Republicans do. That's what was uh, known by the Obama administration. Early on, uh, uh, 2009, 2010, this is what they did. They lied. Because they wanted to delay it as long as possible. And they're trying the same thing. But Biden has already gone through this and he knows better. The bill would overhaul government ethics and campaign finance laws and seek to strengthen voting rights by creating automatic voter registration and expanding access to early and absentee voting. It also includes some measures that would require states to overhaul Their registration systems uh, limit states' ability to uh, remove people from voter rolls, increase federal funds for election security, and reform the redistricting process. All good stuff that I've been fighting for. Um, In his statement, uh, uh, Chuck Schumer, uh, uh, Senate Majority Leader, argued that there was a reactionary uh, of New York, I believe. Uh, um, What did he say? Uh, Argued that there was a reactionary effort by states to limit voter rights. Uh, Schumer said, quote, led by one party and compelled by the most dishonest president American in history, a president in American history. Uh, In the wake of the 2020 elections, deemed the most secure in American history of the previous administration, former President Trump told a lie, a big lie, that the election was stolen in states across the country, Republican legislatures has have seized on the big lie to restrict the franchise. That's what he said. Hope I said it right. Uh, the company that runs the Colonial Pipeline hopes to restore much of its operations by the end of the week. Until then, the government officials and industry experts are sounding the alarm about drivers making matters worse by panic buying and hoarding gas. People showing up in uh, at gas stations with twenty. Uh, five gallon jugs. Hey, I'm just going to fill up a few, a few of these for the future. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's 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 like, it's like, uh, it's it's like uh, uh, Walking Dead. You know, they're always filling up gas cans. Uh, long, and that's where it's shot, by the way. Long lines continued popping up at many gas stations. Yesterday and today, especially in the southeast, many were running out of gas, and some were jacking up prices, which they are going to get spanked for, because there's a uh, 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 because of uh, of new laws about emergencies, and this is a, a, a considered an emergency. And if they jack up prices, they are going to be fined big time. And we're talking about gas stations that uh, a high end price would be about three dollars a gallon. Uh, Much less than uh, what is in uh, Southern California, or any part of California for that matter. But now the prices are over $6 a gallon. Oh boy, are they going to get spanked for that. (laughs) S&P Oil Price Information Service uh, said more than 1,000 stations were experiencing shortages. Uh, The Associated Press reported a lot of that is because they're selling uh, three or four times as much gasoline that they normally sell in any given day because people panic. It becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. Um, anyway, the 5,500-mile the 5, uh, pipeline, it supplies 45% um, of the East Coast fuel uh, shortages. And, and the pipeline goes uh, from way down in Florida all the way up to um, Delaware, I think. Uh, Shortages were reported in at least seven states. Florida, Virginia, North Carolina, and Georgia have declared states of emergency. So, yeah, it's getting pretty bad. It's getting pretty cutthroat over there. Um, What they should do, what these states should do, is uh, what happened during the oil crisis in the 70s. And what they should do is they say, Okay, on even days, if your license plate ends with a... uh, um, an even number, you can get gas. If it ends with an odd number, you can get uh, gas on odd days. That's what they should do. And that would, am- that would at least curb it immediately. Um, a federal judge dismissed the NRA's, National Rifle Association's, bankruptcy case in Texas this happened, uh, ruling that the powerful gun lobby declared bankruptcy in an attempt to avoid facing a New York state lawsuit that accuses the organization of fraud and seeks to disband it. Uh, Judge Harlan Hale wrote in his decision, the court finds based on the totality of the circumstances that the NRA's bankruptcy petition was not filed in good faith, but instead was filed as an effort to gain an unfair litigation advantage in the New York Attorney General's enforcement action as an effort to avoid a regulatory scheme. Wayne LaPierre, he's, he's the, one, the guy that heads the NRA, had announced that the right-wing uh, nonprofit NRA would file for bankruptcy and move its headquarters from New York, where it was first chartered in 1871, to Texas. The court, however, sided with James's office, which argued that NRA leaders were requesting bankruptcy protection and trying to reincorporate in Texas to escape accountability. The reason that a judge in Texas did this is if he didn't do it, then when uh, somebody tried to do it by moving to, let's say, New York or another state, then uh, their state would lose out. So, yeah, he had to make sure. Mitt Romney summed up what we've been saying many times. He tweeted, Expelling Liz Cheney from leadership won't gain the GOP one additional voter, but it will cost us quite a few. And that is what we've been saying. You and I, we've been saying that. Uh, The Republican Party is killing itself. Republicans don't control the White House, the Senate, or the House. They have lost the popular vote in seven of the last ten, uh, last, I'm sorry, in seven out of the last eight presidential races, they've lost the popular vote. What they have going for them is they uh, have more governorships in lower populated states. And as those states gain population, they become more blue. Liz Cheney's speech was professional and defiant. On the House floor, she said, we must speak the truth. Our election was not stolen and America has not failed. Every one of us who has sworn the oath must act to prevent the unraveling of our democracy. This is not about policy. This is not about partisanship. This is not, uh, I'm sorry, this is about our duty as Americans remaining silent and ignoring the lie emboldens the liar. Uh, She's speaking, of course, of uh, uh, Donald Trump. She went on. I will not sit back and watch in silence while others lead our country down a path that abandons the rule of law and joins the former president's crusade to undermine our democracy. Um, Cheney continued, Today, we face a threat... America has never seen before. A former president who provoked a violent attack on this Capitol in an effort to steal the election has resumed his aggressive effort to convince Americans that the election was stolen from him. He risks inciting further violence. Cheney argued in the speech that she is a conservative, and that's what we've been saying, that the conservatives need to have their own party if the Republican party is going to survive. She said, I am a conservative Republican and the most conservative of conservative principles is reverence for the rule of law. The election is over. That is the rule of law. That is our constitutional process. Those who refuse to accept the rulings of our courts are at war with the Constitution. It was not enough to, uh, but it was not enough to save her. House Republicans today removed Representative Liz Cheney from her party leadership role after she urged the GOP to reject former President Donald Trump. Cheney told reporters after she was ousted uh, as the House GOP conference chair during a closed-door meeting, she said, I will do everything I can to ensure that the former president never again gets anywhere near the Oval Office. The party is in place uh, that we've got to bring it back from. She said, We cannot be dragged backward by the very dangerous lies of the former president. We cannot let the former president drag us backward and make us complicit in his efforts to unravel our democracy. She said, Down that path lies our destruction and potentially the destruction of our country. If you want leaders who will enable and spread his destructive lies, I'm not your person. You have plenty of others to choose from. That will be their legacy. And she continued, But I promise you this, after today, I will be leading the fight to restore our party and our nation to conservative principles, uh, to defeating socialism, to defeating our uh, defending our, uh, our republic, to making the GOP worthy again of being the party of Lincoln. Now, very well said, I will say, and, and this is what we've been saying all along. That the party is down a really dangerous path. They're heading down a really dangerous path and they are going to lose. And what I see happening, if Trump runs for office in 2024, will Mitt Romney and Liz Cheney run against him? That would be awesome. Anyway, moving on. Uh, Yesterday, there was an indictment handed down for the Atlanta area shooter who shot and killed sex workers and others for um, uh, the um, indictment was for murder and domestic terrorism charges in the Atlanta area spa shootings, if you remember, uh, with prosecutors planning to seek the death penalty and enhanced hate crime charges. But they have not yet specified those hate crime uh, charges. Many want Asian uh, hate crime charges. But it would be easier to go with the gender related in the largely white and racist outskirts of Atlanta. Uh, a Fulton County grand jury indicted Robert Aaron Long, a white man, in the killings of uh, Soon Chung Park, Hyung Jung uh, Grant, Sun Cha Kim, and Young Ai Yu, um, who was 63 years old, at two spas in Atlanta in March. A separate grand jury in Cherokee County has yet to decide on charges against the su- suspect in the shooting of uh, at Young's Asian mis- uh, Massage in Ackworth, which is about 35 uh, miles north of Atlanta. Uh, according to a copy of the Fulton County indictment provided to BuzzFeed News, Long faces four counts of murder, four counts of felony murder, one count of domestic terrorism, five counts of assault with a deadly weapon, and five counts of possession of a firearm during the commission of a felony. It is the first time for Georgia's hate crime statute, which was passed in 2020. I mean, and, and it, I think it was passed like a uh, almost to the day, like a year ago. So it's not new. Uh, most states have, have passed uh, hate crime laws, but I believe there are like three states left that have not. There was four last year, but then Georgia passed this one. Uh, the hate crime charges would be based on alleged crimes committed against the victims due to their actual or perceived race, national origin, sex, uh, and gender, and or gender. Uh, according to a notice, and that's according to a notice of intent from the Fulton County District Attorney, uh, Fannie Willis. Uh, so we have that. Uh, I, I Personally, I, I mean, hate, I think uh, uh, hate crime charges would be difficult Uh, to um, prove uh, if you uh, use um, race as a determinant. I think they have to go with uh, gender uh, because he admitted to, he basically admitted to that. But he actually said in the interview that he did not attack them because they were Asian. Uh, Remember Uncle Ben's rice? Remember uh, this along with uh, Ms. Butterworth, uh, Aunt Jemima and several other food Foods that have been changing their names. Uncle Ben's rice has shown up on the on the shelves again. It is now called Ben's original Rice and it does not have um, a picture of the aged African-American that uh, uh, you may remember from its uh, earlier packaging Now for me, <clears throat> wow this is this is like huge Norman Lloyd. An actor, producer, director whose career spanned more than eight decades. I mean, this guy has been around forever. In stage, film, and television, he has died at the age of 106 at his Los Angeles home. Lloyd's career ranged from making films with Hitchcock, uh, Charlie Chaplin. He did films with Charlie Chaplin. Can you imagine that? To starring in one of my favorites of all time, St. Elsewhere, Oh, what a great TV show uh, in, in the 80s. And even again, he did a great guest role at, on uh, Modern Family at age... 90, he was 96 when he did that uh, in 2010. St. Elsewhere, I gotta say, was truly one of the greatest medical dramas of all time and arguably the first of its kind. And it combined uh, light comedy with some serious drama. I mean, they had a serial killer who was a doctor. Uh... Without it, there would uh, there would have been no house, no Grey's Anatomy, no Scrubs, no Nip-Tuck, and no ER. ER started a little bit after, a few years after uh, St. Elsewhere. Um, many very well-known actors came from that show. Ed Begley Jr., Howie Mandel. Ready for this? Denzel Washington got his start there. Um, Uh, Mark Harmon from NCIS fame. And of course, uh, William Daniels, who who, who you'll know better as the voice of Kit in the Knight Rider series. David Morse. These are all the guys that were on that show, and women too. Um, I could go all day with the people that came out of that show. Norman Lloyd played Dr. Oshlander. He and actor Ed Flanders were the heart of that show. It's such a good show. Now, this is what I, this is a this is a great because it's only six seasons you know 20 20 or so episode seasons you should watch this show this is a good uh, uh uh splurge go get the show watch it but when you're watching it I want you to keep your mind on the background okay this is what saying elsewhere was famous for they did stuff in the background that no other show did lately like, they would have their background actors. Uh, the extras actually do some acting and do stuff in the back. That was really questionable. Uh, at times you can see people walking away from the scene in the background. Uh, patients with their robes open in the back and their uh, their butts are showing. <laughs> they they did that way back in the early 80s, long before. Any show did anything like that. So you really—that's uh, one of the really one of the greatest shows of all time, and you, you should—you should watch it. If not for just uh, uh, the comedy of uh, Ed Begley and uh, Howie Mandel uh, added into this very serious uh, acting, you should check it out. So anyway, that's it. Thanks for listening, man. I so appreciate you. Uh, uh, yeah. If you can, this coming weekend, go go get, uh, download uh, St. Elsewhere and watch it. That would be, uh, you'll have a great time. Uh, Mark Harmon is awesome. He plays a uh, plastic surgeon who's a, a total shallow dick. <laughs> He's really good in that show. Um, so, yeah, check it out. Uh, May, uh, Wednesday, May the 12th, 2021. Did it under 24 minutes. Uh, PVTV, Political Views TV podcast. Thanks so much for coming. I really appreciate it. Uh, Tell your friends to Google Political Views TV Podcast. And uh, please remember, always remember, government profit is measured by the betterment of the people. Don't you ever forget it. I really appreciate you coming and listening to me. I'm Peter Lawrence, reporting from Los Angeles.